Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now there all of our nieces, nephews, and non-binary familials. I'm your Auntie Ruth. And I'm your Auntie Gina. And we're, and we're your, your weird, weird aunts. <laughs> the show where we take a look at current pop culture and talk about how it connects to past trends and fads. Um, we are doing the quarantine still. We're ta- uh, taking in some of the least popular and possibly most underrated teen shows currently available to stream and breaking them down. We'll discuss how they compare to the shows we had in our day and giving our recommendations for further watching. Now, you may say to yourself, I already have a weird aunt. She writes frightening verse to a bucktooth girl in Luxembourg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why do I need more weird ants? Well, I'll tell you why. Because we are watching these shows because we have we have been living in a quarantine of our own design for decades. We have watched everything. We'll tell you what we think, and then you can decide whether you're going to spend a weekend watching these programs. Yes. So, what did we watch? This week on Tiru. So um, we sold out. <laughs> yeah, we did. And Big time. <laughs> we watched Bridgerton. We did it, kids. Ooh. We watched Bridgerton. Ooh. In case you didn't know, which we know you do, because how could you not? Let me give you a description <laughs> of Bridgerton. Uh, it says, mm. wealth, lust, and betrayal set against the backdrops of Regency-era England, seen through the eyes of the powerful Bridgerton family. Mm. Okay. Now, I just want to tell you that this was Auntie Bruce's idea. She had seen it three or four times, she says. Uh, yeah. And when I tell you, I was shocked by the absolute filth (laughs) that showed itself within second four or five. Yeah, that first episode, you're not expecting it. No, right away, they set the tenor of the whole show by having Anthony or Anthony. 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 Anthony doing up against a tree. Mm, 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 mm. I mean, <laughs> like, he just doesn't, he can't even make it inside. They're doing it up against a tree. Mm. And that, like, that, he, they're just showing us this is what you're in for. This is what you signed up for. Wow. And I'm here four times over for it. Some <laughs> episodes got watched multiple times because I didn't <laughs> need the story. Wow. 
Shocking. I know. So, Regency England, so this is like the Jane Austen period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it has like a lot of echoes out of that. And, and it's called the Regency period because this is when, like, uh, you know, the madness of King George uh, and his son was like the regent, the prince regent, mm-hmm. while his father was being a little bit, you know, unreliable. Losing his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm losing my mind this time. <laughs> anyway. So that's what it is. And so this is like, you know, and I read all of Jane Austen, but I'm not going to lie. I was a bit of a Bronte sisters mm. fan, more so. Mm. So you're, you're a bit more goth, as far as I was concerned. They are. Yeah. Jane Austen was a little too sunny yeah. for me. But. Um, but yeah, so that's where we're starting. We're starting, right? This is like 1810? Yeah. That's what they're saying? Yeah. 1810. Right. Okay. And wow, so we... It, the Bridgertons is the family... There's the the matriarch. She's been widowed. Yes. But they're incredibly wealthy. Yes. Somehow she still retains power over it because of the eldest son is still alive and not married. Right, right, right. He's acting. Yeah, he's kind of. Well, he's fucking women on trees. Right. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah. So there's three sons. With with impeccable hair, I would mm. say they look like maybe a band that opened for the Killers. Oh yeah, or pan or Panic at the Disco, or the Jonas Somebody Brothers. Was, right, liberal with the pomade. Yeah, it, I mean, lot, like thick hair. The all of the all of the men had, I would say, fantastic hair. Yes, the women. I don't know. Oh, we're gonna go there. Yeah. So Daphne, the 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 lead, is a right. Brid- she's the oldest Bridgerton daughter. Yes. And also the main character in the show. Um, her hair. Mm. Mm-hmm. If it was real, I could understand the sadness of it. They chose mm-hmm. to give her that flat ass hair with those horrible parted in the middle bangs that were too short and there's there's like a scene like in the ballroom and there's this girl with the most fucking intricate gorgeous wig and it's like got flowers and braid and it's like a mile high and i'm like yes this is what i want but yeah that's what i didn't understand was that and again is this the most important thing no it's not but i what did they did they steal it from an American girl doll? Oh. Like hmm. it was shockingly bad. Yeah. Considering that the queen had amazing wigs. She's the queen. Like, they she, were amazing. If she didn't have amazing wigs, like <laughs> what are we doing here? That's right. But so anyway, so we have Daphne's the oldest daughter, mm. right? Yep. Um and it is right, so they're you know, it's the sort of debutante where they're presenting their daughters, mm-hmm. trying to get them married off. Yes. And, um, you know, it's a really romantic notion to to actually marry for love. 
where, you know, if there's like fortunes on the line, you're just trying to yes. match with somebody who has. Once you've hit a level of comfort, you don't want to have to downgrade. Am I right? <laughs> Let's not be crazy. <laughs> not be crazy so yeah she gets to she gets to be introduced to the queen with all the other debutantes right and right away the queen which is a kindness overlooks the wig she's like you didn't it's not your fault um but does look at the face the body yaddy yaddy she's like wow Mm -hmm. she curtsies she is the one that curtsies correctly she gets That's all right. the way down. Like, to her mm-hmm. ankles, she curtsies. Mm-hmm. And the queen is like, okay. She was like, you're the one. Acceptable. You're the one of the season. Mm-hmm. You're the one to watch. Yep. So, um, and at the same time, what we know is going on is that um, Lady Danbury. Oh. I love her, right? She is probably my favorite character. Well, um, tied for my favorite character. Um, she has convinced her, I guess, like, nephew. I mean, I don't think, are they technically? I don't think they're technically related, but, I mean, she basically is, like, his The his auntie. auntie. She's like an auntie. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And so, she... Yeah, I see a Simon, but what's his like? What's his um, proper name? Uh, Duke, Duke of Hastings, Earl, Duke. Earl? He's a Duke. Duke. Yeah, Why right. Do you think Earl? Wait. No, he's a Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Earl of Hastings? Wait, I don't know. Let me see. Okay. Uh, Duke of Hastings. Yeah. Simon Bassett. They just use his name so commonly it's, like, easy to forget because it's always Simon this, Simon that. Right. But, you know, that's only if you're, like, super good friends with him. I'm in this, I'm in that. Right. So he, like, she makes him stay on for the season. You know, like, she wants him to make friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's finally back in town. But he wants no part of it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want a wife. No, he doesn't. No, we don't know why. He doesn't why. want kids. Mm-mm. He doesn't want to be tied down. No. And they have, so these two characters who we learn are the leads, Daphne, Simon, they have a first yes. meeting, and just like almost every Jane Austen book, <laughs> it's not a good first meeting. No. Contempt. She bumps into him on accident. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Just like Pride and Prejudice, how dare you? How dare you? Who are you? Who are, Who are you? you? Right? <sighs> <sighs> Misunderstandings abound. Then, you know, Antony, who we remember very fondly from having sex against a tree, yes. is like, oh my God, hey, bestie, I can't believe you met my sister. What? Right? What? What? anyway then how would she not know that his best friend was an earl i mean a duke (laughs) am i gonna do that (laughs) are you confusing it with the duke of earl like yes (laughs) probably i'm gonna love you 
<laughs> oh, I don't whoa. Know the Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Sorry. Okay. But yeah, how does she not, like, know if they were best friends in school? How does she not know that his best friend, her brother's best friend, is the Duke? Well, it's like, were they at boarding school? And so maybe... I mean, it had to have been, and then he, like, never mentioned it. Well, I guess why would he do his sister? Well, and even then, like, I, I guess it's possible that he never, like, they never saw each other. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, why would why would they? I, do. I don't know. I just... I find it suspicious. Yeah. Well, anyway. But they're rich, too, so it's probably, like, no biggie. Right, right, right. What we find out is that... So the queen has said that Daphne... Like, she's got the look, um, right? She's, like, the premier debutante. Mm. Um, so, but what we're also introduced is, to is Lady Whistledown, <laughs> which is kind of like, you know, um, Gossip Girl, which came out after the books. I read that. Did it? Yeah, I read that several times. People got very angry about it on Twitter. Oh. So it's a thing. It's a thing. This is first. I didn't watch um, Gossip Girl. I didn't watch it. Um, so I didn't really care. Um, but yeah, it is very Gossip Girl. Like this person narrating this out of the other thing. She puts out her little um And didn't Pretty, Pretty Little Liars have that sort of like commentator... We haven't watched that show yet, so I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I know what I was thinking about this because, like, with Shondaland too, there's all those shows that that she wrote or had more of it because she just produced this show. But like, you know, um, yeah. Grey's Anatomy, and because we always mm. say, like, in the intro, we watched everything, and I feel like maybe I should have said, like, we may should have made a point to say that um, we don't watch normal shows, like. <laughs> <laughs> network tv what's that <laughs> right i've never seen Grey's anatomy i mean i've seen all the like um lsd tapes they did of like on patients at the va in the 50s and 60s like i've seen all those yes <gasps> those are good right or documentaries on yeah. war crimes and stuff like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have not seen um how to get away with murder no so um i know there's a lot of like um precedent for this i haven't seen Pretty Little Liars. Um, I mean, not to say that we shouldn't give it a try. I bet they're really well, I'm good. I'm sure they are. I enjoyed this. Yeah. Even though she only produced I mean, this... If it's as, like, horny as Bridgerton, any of those shows... Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, like, I didn't, I didn't expect, like, full boob, full bottom... Yeah. And that's, I, you know, I, because when I was younger, you know, I was obsessed with, like, they call it the corset pictures. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, Dangerous Liaisons. Oh, yes. Room with a View. Like, those mm -hmm. sort of, yeah, the Dangerous Liaisons. Mm -hmm. That was, oh my God. Oh God. That's what they based Cruel Intentions on. Right, right, right. Yeah. So fuck. Anyway. But Dangerous Liaisons, please. That cast. It's out please. of control. It's so good. It's, dare I say, fierce. It is the wigs, the the costumes, the pomps. The pomps? Pompadour? Pom yeah. 
I'm calling them pomps. That's cool. Okay. Just so good. The drama of it all. That's right. So, but, you know, that that is the added drama. So here is that we have a, a tattletale, a, a, a paper that comes out, Whistledown, who is like, it's narrated by Julie Andrews. So we don't know who's writing this, but it's a gossip mag, essentially. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it's letting everybody secrets, but it, it's sort of like it. People believe what's in it. Yeah, it's it's like the TMZ of its time. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me get into let me get into the 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 meat of it. Yeah. Um. So Simon and Daphne they bump into each other. They don't like each other. I'm sorry, but she's dumb because he is so hot. Yeah. And she's just like, well, I don't like you. And he's like, well, I don't like you. But she finds out that he doesn't want to get married. And she's kind of like losing her steam. And guys don't really want to marry her so much anymore because it's taking her so long to like pick a suitor. She's like, "Mm, I don't know. Well, and Anthony is being really aggressive, right? Very aggressive because he gets to pick who his sister marries. Yeah. Basically. And he's being overprotective. He picks out, like, this, ugh, like, he, like, assaults Daphne, basically. Yeah. A nerd. And she wa- he wants to marry her, and she's like, I don't want to marry you. Yeah. And then Simon's like, uh, almost going to protect her, and she, like, knocks this guy out herself. Which is fantastic. It was very good. Um, But, yeah, she she's basically losing her steam in the dating world, and people are like, ugh bored with her already and so she wants to like find more suitors for herself and simon tells her well if you're taken people are gonna be more attracted to you and she's like well you don't want to get married so maybe women won't be attracted to you i don't know how that works well yeah because it's like if it looks like you're taken then you won't get as much like people won't try to they won't interfere. They won't, like, it's, like, bad form. Like, if he's taken, it's bad form to, like, try to hook him up with their daughters. Yeah. So that, like, frees him up. Right. So then they pretend like they're a couple. Right. And so they're, like, they're always together all the time, and they become, like, best friends. And... um basically they're always together so then there's this other this whole other family along with the bridgertons there's a a larger family and they're they're kind of well to do and it's the featheringtons right and so they have four daughters and four no three they have three daughters and then they take in another daughter you're right. Three daughters, and then yeah, and then they take in the the cousin, daughter cousin. I think so. Yeah. And um, again, we get to see Polly Walker. Oh, I know. Again, champ. She's in a lot right now, and it's like I'm living for it. Yeah, always, always nails it, and it's always nuanced. Yeah. <laughs> Does she do anything else? Mm-mm. I mean, please. Perfection. Yeah. Always. Always. 
Um, so yeah, she's the mom, Portia. And then you have Penelope. Yeah. Who is like, I don't know, friend zone. She's always friend zoned. And then, um, you have Philippa and Prudence who are like the completely forgettable sisters. Right. They're like, uh, in like, Cinderella, the stepsisters. Totally that. But they're not really nasty, mean or anything. They're just like, oh yeah, there's two others. Yeah. They're just <laughs> always like, they're just always gauche and unfashionable and too much. And, yeah. 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 They're trying too hard and nobody cares. Yeah. They're not mean spirited though. No. So I think it's kind of why you don't care about them. Yeah. They're very much in yeah. the background. <laughs> They're not causing any drama. Mm-mm. But Penelope, I love. Oh, I know. She's such a sweetheart. So she's best friends with Eloise Bridgerton, who is Daphne's, um, I think she's like a middle middle child, somewhere in the middle. There's like 20 Bridgerton kids. Right. And <laughs> she's, she's somewhere in there. And um, so Penelope and Eloise are best friends. And... Um, so that's kind of how, like, I feel like the family's intermix. Right. And then Penelope has her little crush. She has a crush on Colin. That's right. The brother. Penelope's, like, just so sweet and so... But she's quiet. She doesn't want to, like, say anything about it. But, you know, the two families are, like, often together because I think mostly Penelope and Eloise. And Eloise, if we're going to say our favorite characters... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd agree, but Eloise is definitely my favorite. Yeah. Honestly, Penelope's way up there for me. She's so good. But, you know, but, well, I'll tell you what my favorite scene is, though. It is. Oh, please. It has, it's with Eloise. So Eloise, please. like, one of the side plots is that the queen herself wants to unmask, like, Lady Whistledown. And she... Mm-hmm. and. Like, it's Eloise's job to unmask her. And um, at one point she thinks it, like, it might be a house servant because they would know, like, all the, you know, they know all the dirt yeah, of the household. And so she gets caught going through, like, the head housekeeper's room. And the housekeeper's like, what are you doing in my room? Mm. Like, she's very upset. And, um, like, finally she says, well, you know... I just, I suspected, you know, that you might be Lady Whistledown. And she's like, starts laughing and she's like, do you think if I was making money that I would stay here and work (laughs) for funsies? Are you crazy? Yeah. (laughs) And I love that. I, there's just so many like moments like that and it like even with Eloise I loved her but it was a very sort of like second wave feminism that she had where she was like you know why can't I do what like a man does and it was like yeah you're gonna be fine Eloise you live in a mansion you you come from money and I'm sure your big brother is gonna be very good to you well he is very good to her so she wants to go to college she wants to be a writer she doesn't want to get married she smokes she smokes cigarettes. Smokes cigarettes. <laughs> Whatever they're called. Roll-ups. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's doing fine. You know, but it's that very, you know, like when you watched, you know, sometimes when you watch those um, 
it's like they're they're meant for a modern audience and they're just like oh i just wish that i could be taken seriously like a man and you know <laughs> like right okay but like you're doing fine like yeah and that's like why i like i like the characters like um like sienna the like the opera singer where she's just like, oh, yeah. you know, where she was, when he's talking about his sister and she needs his protection and she's like, and I don't need protection. Like, what am I exactly? You know, I'm not a woman or, and he's like, you know what I mean? She's like, maybe I don't know what you mean. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because she's not like super rich and she's doing it for herself. Well, that, you know, so and it's like, it, even with the, with the second brother, what? That ends up being the artist. That's oh, s- Benedict, right? And he's like, I, you know, I want a different kind of life too. I'm a bit artistic, if I must say. And like, you know, he goes to the artist's house, and he's like, "Oh, they're smoking marijuana cigarettes over here." <laughs> so I thought for sure, like his plot line was that he yeah. was going to be gay, and I was like, "Yes, gay. into it." No, he yeah. was just gay adjacent. I was like, "Come on, Bridgerton." I was very disappointed in that i was like you can't have like that hair or i mean one of them is in a family that large and he went to this gay artist's house they're having like an art an art orgy and you don't i mean you don't slip yourself in there somewhere that's what i thought i thought for sure he was just like oh i just needed like I needed one person to give me the wink and then I could like really go for my dreams. No, like he was, yeah, you know, he was like, no, I just look what I'm doing. I'm dating a shop owner. Can you believe it? And I'm like, yeah, I can. <laughs> I told I can believe it. Like, wow. Yeah. But you know, and it, the, it does have like these weird sort of like class issues. Like they're kind of a dry, you know, there's sort of, yeah, it's, Interesting. I'm sure somebody, I'm not here to do like the, the communist reading of Bridgerton. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? You know, it's so funny because, you know, as you get older in life, I remember like when I was young, I was like, you know, I could, if I was Daphne, I know that I'd be a really kindly duchess and I would go in there and I would make sure that everybody like lived in a really beautiful hut. And then as you get older, it's like... I think I would probably work in the kitchen. Um, I'd definitely be a servant. Um, but not like a front-facing one. I don't think... I think I'd be captain of that. <laughs> like, no way are they going to make me you go out... back turned towards the stove. <laughs> they are not going to make me go out and greet people, like, in a line... Because I had, like, braces for 10 years, so if this is before braces technology, they'll be like, nah, you know what, Gina, I think, like, if you could just keep, if you could just keep stirring the soup, I'm like, no, it's cool, I can, I love, I love the Duke, like, he's cool, you know what, like I said, if you could just keep stirring the pot, and just never open your mouth. <sighs> so, you know, it's like, it changes... They're like, there's no... I like that narrative. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Gina. (laughs) Crooky mouth Gina, our favorite... (laughs) Our favorite... I'm trying to think of who I would be. (laughs) The washing lady. Yeah, I mean... 
I feel, you know, or, or I could be like one of those town, certainly one of those townspeople that like gave her a dirty look because she didn't choose a pig. Be like, man. You fucking ruined all of us, bitch. <laughs> Just Thanks. choose a pig, bitch. Thanks for <laughs> nothing. You know what? Now my husband and me are poor. We were going to get bacon all year long, but we won't now. <laughs> and with your baby bangs parted in the middle, I will never get over that. <laughs> baby bangs? It was weird. And she never had pretty hair. You know, whenever you watch these uh, period pieces, like these, um, a lot of them Jane Austen, whatever, they always have like beautiful curls and or they do the really beautiful updos with the little tendrils. Mm -mm. And anytime she went to a ball, it was like flat ass fucking hair <laughs> and her baby bags parted in the middle. No. And then and then when they were having, again, one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite moments in one of the corset is when, you know, like something happens in the night. There's, I don't know, a thunderstorm. Everybody's scared. And you're caught with your hair down, right? And it's all mm -hmm. like wavy because it's been in braids. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not the horse tail she was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. I thought they came from money. I was like, I, I honestly, I was like, the, again, e like every man's hair, like it was gorgeous. I don't know what happened. And she's so beautiful. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's like, it, but it's like, <laughs> she, she's, she, she's like the before character, like before the makeover, you know how they're always really oh, yeah. pretty, but you don't see it until they take the glasses off. She's that with that wig. Did, did they go, did they get it from Wish? Is that, did she get, like, buy two, get three, like, a third one free on Amazon? Regency wig. I mean, for real. Eloise's hair was adorable. So cute. Everybody else's hair was so cute. Penelope, <sighs> cute ginger. Yeah, and that was obviously a wig. Nobody felt bad about it. No. I didn't feel bad about it for a second. Uh-uh. She had the cute curl bangs. Oh, my God. What did and then um well everybody even the um the not rich people yeah that's what's even say yeah <laughs> they had great hair yeah it was there wasn't even a class distinction between bad hair oh god I don't know Marina Marina the, had beautiful um, the hair cousin oh I mean basically she like comes to town and it's like dropped a gorgeous cousin and then like mrs featherington is like well fuck my daughters i guess <laughs> yeah <'cause> exactly <laughs> now i got her <laughs> to deal with just beautiful beautiful hair beautiful everything like my heart broke for that character because mm -hmm. like there at so many points she was like you know is she the villain of the piece like it, it, it was like what how are we treating this character? You know, like yeah, yeah. It, she kind of got the short end of the stick. Like it almost seemed like she was gonna have um, a proper story that went somewhere, but it was kind of like she got the scraps because you know, like she, you know, you. This is like you find this out like right away, so we're not spoiling anything. But 
So she has been sent to, I'm sure that they knew that she, don't you think they knew she was pregnant when they sent her away? Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, so, so she's pregnant. And then, you know, they're trying to, Miss like Mrs. Featherington is like, look, you got to face the facts. Like, we need to hook you up with anybody that'll take you because they're yeah. going to know. Yeah. And... Like, at first, she, like, can't... And that's the thing, because at that age, it's like, you know, you're you're in denial. Like, you can't accept yeah. it. So, that, like, that I understood. But then... She's only, like, three months along. Like, three... And that's the other thing I didn't understand. Was, like, was this all happening within two days? Mm-hmm. Because, like, her pregnancy didn't go for very long. Like, it was just... It, the 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 movement of time I didn't really understand. Like, was this all within a yeah. week? Yeah. But then other things happen that progress, and you're like, well, obviously this is months, right? It, I didn't understand the time frame. Yeah, or even a year later. I think at some point it's like a year later in time, but then other storylines, it hasn't quite hit. Yeah, it hasn't hit a month yet. Yeah, but yeah, it was. It was hard to know, like, how they were, how you were meant to see her, you know. But you know what I did appreciate, though, is, like, Hmm. at the very end when, um, and I think, like, Polly Walker, who is um, Mrs. Featherington, Mm -hmm. she always plays, like, these sort of very, like, complicated, you know, sort of, (laughs) they've got their own kind of morality, but... Mm -hmm. um, nuanced characters and she says to her mm-hmm. you're strong you're str- like you're a strong person you're gonna be okay and I was like for mm-hmm. her to say that to somebody else is probably the highest compliment that she could give you know and I thought that was I feel like maybe she was saying that to her because of the things that she's having to go through and she's having to keep strong. Exactly. Um, I don't think for that's different reasons. Yeah. I think she's probably, I think Mrs. Featherington, I, I don't think she's only had one bad situation. She's had to be yeah. smart about. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she's like the kind of person and I feel that it's probably been, cutthroat about a couple of situations you know yeah but but i mean when you're dealt a certain hand yeah yeah so we shall see but um let's just if we're gonna get back to the duke of earl oh can we though i don't know can't can we handle Mm. it i think i could handle it (sighs) okay I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Um, okay, first of all, this is when it all began for me. I guess it was mm-hmm. the third episode. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was part of the swoon. Oh, yeah. So they're pretending to be a couple, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, oh, my God. So... She's like, you know, she doesn't understand the physicality of a relationship. And he's like, your mom didn't tell you? No. Nobody's told me anything. And so he goes on to tell her a little secret about 
what you can do in the dark. When you're in bed. You mean sleep? <laughs> Besides sleeping? You mean, you mean pull me covers up to me chin and have sweet dreams? <laughs> Mm-mm. No. no, Daphne, not this time. Oh, man. And he goes on to describe, I mean, you know, so a little self-exploration. And I swear yeah. to God, the look on her face, it was just like, I mean, she was sprung. Yeah. And so was I. And so was I, girl. <laughs> and it, I mean, shit. Wow. And he told her that he could never tell her that if they, you know, if he was actually courting her, he would never tell her that. Mm -mm. But since they were friends, he could get a little dirty. Yeah, like, oh, honey, have you tried this? Because you should try this. Mm-hmm. And then... And so she does. <sighs> wow. And, you know, she thinks of him as she... And they show it. I mean, they're not going to keep it a secret from us because they're dirty. No, that's what. Yeah. That's the other thing is like it is so unusual for these. Like Eddie Izzard used to have this joke about how like all all these movies used to be like you could spend like ten minutes and it would just be a glance across the room and then somebody would adjust their cuff and then they'd glance to the other side of the room and that's the whole movie, you know. <laughs> the whole movie is just just you know a knowing glance to somebody and they. Just, just adjust their teacup, and then it's just another glance. You know, it's just all you know. But this, <laughs> this is not that. I mean, they show. show they show. They it show all. it. And then you know, of course, they. I mean, they they do look. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but if you don't think that this friendship doesn't develop into something more, you're crazy. It does. She's dumb. Like, I would have been on that so fast. <laughs> like, once I bumped into him, my clumsy ass, I'd be like, oh, oh whoops. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. And, you know, like, I'm not sure, like, I mean, that bare knuckle boxing. <gasps> oh, we didn't bring up the boxing. Did they do that? I mean, was that, like, acceptable back then? I don't know if it was acceptable. I know it was happening. I mean, I know they did it here. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure why he felt he needed to do it and, like, put his beautiful little face at risk like that. Mm. <sighs> and it is beautiful. Everything about the Duke of Earl is, like, just so, yeah, they end up together, and then, I mean, I don't know how to say it. I mean. He knows what he's doing. That's right. I mean, he, you know. He makes sure that she's taken care of. That's right. But here's the thing. What we don't know is that our Duke is Petty Crocker. He is so petty that <laughs> that at his father's deathbed, he said, I'm, I'm not going to produce an heir. Fuck you. And he meant it. You were the worst. Goodbye. 
Yeah. So that is why he says that they can't have children. Now she's thinking, oh, like he can't physically have children. He can't have, yeah. And she doesn't know why. (laughs) Okay. So this is what I I had a problem with is like, um, he keeps like rolling over. I mean, I was like, you know, like that old, like, Natalie saw it, I was like, where's that pimp juice going? Like, he's, he's like really letting it loose. I mean, is it just like, just spraying wide? Like. <laughs> like he's like, well, you know, she doesn't. You know, she doesn't even know what it is. Oh, well, she doesn't even I mean. know something's coming out of it because she. Nobody told her shit about. And sex. she's like, does she that has hurt? No fucking idea. Does that hurt when you do that? <laughs> Your penis is crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. It's just like that's what I don't understand is like he <laughs> I guess they wanted us to to really know that he's not you know he's not <laughs> that he's just <laughs> that pimp just isn't going anywhere near so he has to like dramatically turn to his side but I'm like oh. what <laughs> where's it going <laughs> like you know is it- I I imagine he like cupped his hand maybe I, you know, yeah, that may be it. And then he like, <laughs> like threw it out, <laughs> like Spider Man. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, Bleh. like, he was <laughs> <right over. laughs> like, like, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> she didn't know what he was doing. She's just like, oh. And then she, That's who fun. did she, who did she have to ask? Was it her lady's maid? Yeah, her lady's maid. Oh my gosh. And she was so mad at, like, her mom and everybody else for not telling her. That men cry in your vagina. (laughs) (laughs) They guess when two people love each other very much, he trusts you enough. tears of joy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he cries so very hard. (laughs) that's where babies come from oh my god like seriously though did he really think that she was gonna be like oh wait so if I had known you had told your father that you would never have a kid like just to spite him I would have been totally cool with it I'm sorry like now that you put it that way (laughs) (laughs) I mean I like by all means keep making your your sperm bowl. Yeah, like yeah, seriously. I I I I will give up ever having children or a family as long as as you can always feel like you kept that promise to your father to Yeah. yeah. Hold a grudge forever. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry. But don't tell me why. But, oh my god. And now, but yeah, since you did, I totally get it. And I feel so selfish for even thinking that 
I wanted a kid when, of course, you could just n nurse that petty, petty grudge. <laughs> right into the corner. Just shocking. And then, you know, because there is that, the finale, what, what we know that they're, that their relationship really has healed and they've come together is that he blows his wad right inside of her. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and that is true love. Oh, man. But, I, you know, there's a... They said, I mean, it was wildly popular. It got, like, a huge audience. Yeah. So they said, did they say that they're going to make, like, eight more seasons? Eight seasons! Wow. You're going to have to have the best sex scenes and really even more sexy people. Yeah. Because um, Anthony doesn't do it for me. He's very attractive. And I think the next season is going to be about him. So you have to bring in, like, the cutest girl. Yeah. For me to be interested. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, they'd have to introduce somebody. A few somebody. A few somebodies, yeah. Yes. I will. I would love to see what is going on with Penelope. <clears throat> you know. Oh yeah. In the next season, I love what's her. What's doing with her? I love her too. She is an angel, and her performance was outstanding. Like she just ripped my heart out. She's also on that show, Dairy Girls. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. But. Yeah, but I'll watch it. I'm sure. Now I'd like to see. I mean, definitely her character. Um, you know, I I would love to have Lady Danbury. I'd love to see more Queen. Um, you know, those people I can't get enough of. Oh, yeah. But Antony isn't really somebody that I'm like, oh, I could watch a whole season of him. Nah. Nah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. So, with that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Yes, what? music choices. I totally forgot. Yeah. Music choices. Sorry. Do you want me to start? Okay. All right. Since we're doing our playlist now. Okay. Well, I think one of them is going to make you happy. What is that? Okay. Well, I'll start. So, there's, okay. there's um, I have a... A double David Bowie. So it's Let's Dance because they're always dancing. Duh. And Modern Love. Amazing. Because, oh, Modern Love. Right? Because it's like, you know. Obviously. Right? But it's not modern. It's like, whatever. But they're modern. Anyway. The other Oh, Prince Charming by Adam Ant. Oh, that's a good one. Right? And... Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. Oh, girl, you did it. Yeah, I did. I knew you'd like it. I knew you'd like it. Kate Bush is like one of the greatest singers of all time. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest artists, performing artists mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Her dancing, her miming. Right. Everything. Beautiful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. End of story. I knew, I knew it would get a reaction. 
Because mm. <laughs> you know she's my favorite. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> well, those are really good. So the songs that I chose, I think I kind of like, you know, we were talking about Penelope and stuff. Uh-huh. And I think I kind of like was picking songs for like the unrequited love oh. sort of thing. <clears throat> So, um, one of the first songs I chose was I Who Have Nothing, and it's Shirley Bassey's oh, version. Oh! I love her. I she do, so too! And then, um, I, another, my other song was Temptation by Heaven 17. Ooh! That's a good one! Yeah. Okay. And then, um... They played that at the goth club back in the day. Hell Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then another song I picked was Dancing on My Own by Robin. Oh, no. Yeah. I almost put, uh, in, it might still, but I'm not in love for the, oh. for Duke of Earl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not in love. Mm-mm. I love that I song. I do too. Tori Amos covered that. Did she, well, she, she covers everything great. Okay. So with that. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Um, you can send in your recommendations of music, movies, and shows that you want us to check out. We'd love to hear from you. All right. You can find us on Twitter at Your Weird Ants, Instagram at Your Weird Ants, or our Facebook page, Your Weird Ants, or email at yourweirdants at gmail.com. Also, please don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And join us next time when we take a look at more of the quarantines. Thanks again from your Auntie Rue. And your Auntie Gina. Your Your Weird. Weird.